Thank you all for being here. Welcome back to Never Settle, the podcast designed to move your mind while you move your body. Today from Down Under, I have Dr. Denise Furness. She is a mom, a business owner, a budding entrepreneur. Denise, thank you for being here. It's morning for you, evening for me here. Love that we can connect. Yes, I'm so happy to be here too and really looking forward to chatting to you today. Tell me what you have going on. We're going to jump right into the meat of it. Well, I know that we want this to be short and sharp, so I'm going to try to hit it. But there's so many things going on, so many things going on. So as you said, I am a business owner. I'm a geneticist and a nutritionist um, over in the US, you know, a functional medicine practitioner. And basically, I started my own uh, private practice eight years ago. It's been fantastic. But 18 months ago, I went online. Um, COVID has changed the way I do things. And, you know, it's wonderful, things are going well, but I'm really struggling with managing my time. I'm also, this is a new world, working from home all the time. I used to travel overseas a lot. I used to be out of the house. I used to have great habits around doing your yoga in the morning, being part of Warrior University, you know, cooking. I had self-care, infrared sauna booked in the calendar. All that has gone because my focus now is so much on my business and then trying to be with my kids. And, you know, I have also recovered from an autoimmune disease myself. And I'm actually a little bit worried, which is how you and I started connecting, that I'm not prioritizing my own health. And really, I guess it's about time management. Like I'm excited. It's the whole new world, but how do I fit it all in? You know, that's where I'm at right now. You know, I I agree get what you're saying completely. And I can tell from your energy, we're very similar where we have these big wide eyes and we want to do it all and we want to take it all in. So I can directly relate with you on that level. And for what you're creating, you know, it's great that you have that much of a demand that you need to create more time in your schedule for doing it. And when it comes to time management, there's two different parts that I want to talk through with you. And hopefully we get a little bit of direction with, because I, I believe that there's the physical calendar and the physical time, but then there's also the emotional aspect of it. So starting out, if you were to say what, you know, and this can be fast and you don't have to write it down or anything, but if you were to say what your five top values are that you want to prioritize, what are they? My health, my family, my business, um, and they'd probably be the the three. I think they're the first things that come to mind, cooking and exercising. Okay. (laughs) They're so really break that down a little. Break those down a little bit when it comes to your business and your family. What is it w- with both of those? Break those down a little bit further because that'll help. Because they're mm. big. They're you're right. They're big pillars. Break those down mm. a little bit. So the business I'm really lucky is is going so well. I have more than a six month waiting list. I can't fit everyone in. I'm not having time to create. Um, the program. So the business issue is the time. Like where do I? focus. And I guess I'm scared to maybe let go of some of those one-on-ones. Yeah. The business is time. It's all about time. How do I fit it all in? So that, that goes right into the emotional part. It it sounds like you have the family part down and, and also a little bit of um, the health part is scheduling the health part in. So those two, I want to go into the secondary part where The first part we talk about schedule and I like to think, I can't take credit for this one. This one's Stephen Covey, but when he talks on big rocks theory, it's really about you have these five rocks and they're your most um, prized values and you fit those into a jar and you make sure that you get those done. And then anything else that you want to add in after is the sand that you start to pour around it. 
which is great in theory. And we see it and we're like, got it. But then when it comes to actually doing it, I question what emotional perspective or blockage or limitation or who knows what it might be because it's individual for both uh, for all of us but what what's standing in our way from actually doing it you know because we can lead our own horses to water but we're mm. the worst bosses of ourselves sometimes so then we go into the deeper emotional part where we think on what is it that is holding you back from prioritizing your business and thinking mm. what are you leaving behind you know, mm-hmm. what are you positioning to no longer be doing that you need to take that time and reallocate it for? So maybe you have an answer. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you don't, but maybe it's something to think on. And the same goes for your health. What were you doing before that it was a priority that now is taking that place? Does any of that resonate for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I just have also overcommitted. I do get excited. I'm a yes person. And maybe I'm scared of missing out on opportunities. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff I'm working on, not just in my business, collaborating with people. And it's almost like, what if I don't do this? You know, so it's almost uh, maybe a bit of a fear of missing out or just um, thinking if I don't take these opportunities now, they may not come again. But the reality is I don't have time to actually do all of these things right now. You're incredibly self-aware and honest to say all of that because most will not. Yes, there is that, that the, the FOMO, the fear of what if I don't do this? And you, you also acknowledge something as well that's really key is you're a yes person. You want to say yes. And I've found that the greatest leaders, um, most successful say no more often than they say yes. And there's, there's beauty in saying yes to things because it opens us up to new opportunity, you know, but we're also opening up the gate in this funnel so wide that we're almost catching every fish and every, Mm -hmm. you know, everything within our net that we're then, this becomes our schedule and I get it. So it's interesting timing because I just um, started creating and filming a course called burnout prevention. And it's exactly that because I feel you, I did it when I was in New York and I introed it saying, I'm either the best or the worst person to do this right now because it's exactly the edge that I'm on. But we start to consume all of that. So, you know, it starts to go into boundaries work. When do we delegate? Does it become, is it better to hire somebody? But it sounds like for yourself, it's more about a personal, um, either not creating the time or not allowing for the time or that, that fear if you said no. So perhaps it's a visualization that you give to yourself. And before saying yes to new things or to something else, if you can have a visual reminder to before saying yes, like what will stop and and develop a pause for you to say, well, is this going to eventually add to those five top goals that you just landed down? And if it does, fabulous, add it on, you know, but if it doesn't, then back pocket it. And I, I believe, I really believe that if the opportunity is meant to be there, it will come back around again. Or, you know, if it's somebody to work with, um, say you wanted to do this interview with me and you're like, you know what, not a great week. I would say, okay, fine, let's do it next week. No problem. You know, so the opportunity can come back around that. How do either one of those sound for helping? Yeah, no, I think logically I I do know that. And to be honest, I think I'm at such capacity now, it's probably going to be easy to say now um, no 
now more than ever, simply because I have reached my limit, but I kind of almost had to get here because as I've dropped off on things that are really important to me, things that I tell my patients, exercise, diet, the sleep, all the fundamentals. And that is making me feel too, like when we open up about the emotions, I'm like, man, I'm not even practicing what I preach. This is terrible. I've let work take over. I've been there before. I've done this. I got sick. So I think just even having conversations like with you, realizing my personality, these blocks, how I am, it's like, no, just breathe. (laughs) Maybe my strategy can be, you know, go for a walk, do some of, you know, yoga, something that I, I have to put in place before I think about anything, you know, new, because life is exciting, right? There's so many things, but it's, it's prioritizing based on exactly what you said, those goals. Absolutely. And, and to be able to put yourself as that top priority, you know, you're also a mom. That's, I, that's something I don't resonate with. I don't know that I, you know, I care for a plant and I'm barely keeping that thing alive, but it's, uh, you know, you have a lot of different people to care for and caring for yourself above. So what has worked in the past for you? I know you have um, the 28 um, healthy um, habits. What mm. There's a calendar within there, which the whole idea of that whole program is really on creating the calendar that you begin to create your life pretty much. So what works for you to create a schedule that you actually stick to like what, and here's where we go back to what's the excuse that comes up. So I like to think like chess, you know, we can Queens gambit this a little bit and we think what are the seven steps ahead? That's going to in those moments that you're like, Oh, you know, yoga, you know, 15, 10, 15 minutes. I really could do this instead. What's going to get you to actually go and do that. And your level of self-awareness and honesty is just, profound. Most don't, don't want to acknowledge that. So that actually might really work in your benefit. Mm. Yeah. I think having the calendar actually is key and the times that I have, because there have been moments and about 18 months ago before launching into all the online stuff in the programs, I was feeling fitter and healthier than ever. Like I couldn't remember feeling that great. I was waking up in the morning going, yay. But my calendar was in check. But as you said, it was a calendar. It literally was written down in the morning. I did this. This is when I work. This is when I logged off meal prep on Sunday. So somehow I think they're just working from home more. And with COVID and a couple of lockdowns, I shouldn't complain, not like things are in the US that we've been pretty lucky, but just shifts have taken the routine out and now there is no calendar. So I think it's just, it's literally getting back to that, giving myself a good hour or two to, to nail that and think about what I can drop out and prioritizing the things that I know that are the most important for me. So yes, the calendar. <laughs> and it becomes your, it becomes your freedom ticket. You know, I think of a calendar really as a freedom ticket because it be, it can become n- nothing about constraints, but really the life that you want to live. And when you start to develop that, you know it because you've done it. You said in the past, when you start to stick to that, you're sticking to commitments to yourself. And that's saying, I'm worth it. I value this. I am, you know, worthy of, and that like propels a lot of forward momentum where you start to be able to have that confidence to say, you know what, I can't take that on. Let's pick that up. And maybe I'm just speaking from my own perspective there, but I see you nodding your head. So I'll go with it. 
And it becomes, you know, how this, this one step, something similar as just tidying something up in order and how it starts to unfold. So if it's printing it out for you, that can be something else that might be helpful. Some I'm very digital, digitalized with some things and then other things I'm like pen to paper is the only way. So Find that I'm one like that you. works. I, yeah, I need to see it. So I'm in the office and I have a huge whiteboard in front of me. And when things were in check, there was, you know, there was the calendar stuck on it and there are lists. And I do like to see things because it just gives you that direction, particularly when there's a lot on your mind. So, yeah, getting back to those strategies will be really helpful. I want to hear how that goes for you. So please, when this goes live as well, you know, I, I want to hear how that's going for you. And share a follow-up and I know you're going to rock it because you're a doer. I can tell (laughs) you're going to make it happen. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, Denise. Oh, it was so fun to talk to you and connect. So yeah, I'll let you know how it all goes. Wonderful. We'll connect with you and you have a big group over on Facebook as well. So we'll drop that link down in the description. Thank you listeners here on Never Settle. See you in another upcoming um, episode and chime in with your questions as well. We'd love to host you.